0: Blob Talk Radio
1: Ready or not Here I come You can't hide Gonna find Lonely, ready or not, oh, here I come, you can't hide Gonna find you and make you yeah. want
2: me Now that I escape, sleep, walk, away. Yeah. Those who late know the world, they kick yeah. Jail bars ain't go through gates Those who fake, they break When they meet their 400-pound lady, I rule the world Everyone would have a gun in together, of course When you see up and on their horse. Kick a drinking drink I pour a sip on the concrete Put the seat, but no, don't weep Why clefts in the state of sleep Thinking about the robbery that I did last week Money in the bag, banker look like a drag I want to play with Pelicans from here to Baghdad Gun blast, think fast, I think I'm hit My girl pinched my hips to see if I still exist I think not, I'll send a letter to my friends A born again, the hooligan, again, only to be king again
1: Ready or not, here I come can't hide, gonna find you, and take it slowly, ready or not? Uh, here I home You can't hide. Gonna find you and
2: yo, yo,
1: you want to yo. yo. I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress you don't smoke test less. I must confess my destiny manifests. In some cortex and sweats, I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with orgy and vest. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes. Bless you if you represent the food, but I hex you. With the witch's rule, if you do do. I could do what you do. Easy. Believe me. Frontin' niggas give me heebie cheesy. So why you imitating Al Capone? I be needing Simone. And defecating on your microphone. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find.
2: Ready or not, refugees take you Radio over. The buffalo soldier, soldier head head like On the 12th oh. hour, fly by in my bomber. Crews run for cover, not they under pushing up flowers. Oh. Super fly, two lies do or die. Talk me only I only for fly with my crew from like high. I refugee from Guantanamo Bay. Dance around the border like I'm cashless. Oh. Ready oh. or not,
1: yeah. here I come. Oh. You can't oh.
2: hide.
1: Hey, yo, Gonna find.
3: Blood Talk Radio. I listen to Nick Maya right here every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Blood Talk Radio, Naked Ink with Maya. What's good, everybody? This is your British persuasion, Poetic Seven. And I'm telling you to let your ink get naked with my on Vlog Talk Radio.
2: high interviews, read poetry, and social political conversation. All you gotta do is check out
3: Naked Ink with Maya every Sunday night at 8 p.m. on Live Talk video. You heard me <laughs>
4: Good evening, everyone. It is me, Maya. I am so thrilled for tonight's show. I have been blessed and honored to be able to feature Keith, a phenomenal spoken word artist and poet. And I see we have the phenomenal Tiffany Castro hanging out in the chat room tonight. Thank you so much for coming through. All right, I'm going to go ahead and bring the brother on the line. Keith, are you with me, sweetie?
5: My what's going on? How are you?
4: Who? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Can you hear me? I'm
5: good. Thank. You. Yeah, I can hear you.
4: Okay, okay, okay. Because for a minute I didn't know, until you to, we Vlog talk is having moments. You know, sometimes vlog talk have issues with audio. <laughs> so what's been Indeed. going on, Keith? I have all of your information plastered, everyone, everywhere, for everyone to see and know how to find you. So. How has 2017 been treating you so far?
5: Um, I'm working. I'm doing well. That's all I can say. Yeah, working, so that's a good thing. You know what I
4: mean? Yeah, I hear you. It's always a good thing to be working. So how, how are things been taking off? Uh, and you let me know if I get a little bit too deep, because, you know, I sometimes I go a little bit too deep. <laughs> nah, every, everything uh,
5: is out there with me.
4: Tell me, what, what's new for you, or what do you plan to have new coming out, poetically speaking, in 2017?
5: I'm um, working on a couple more publications at the moment, and also a CD project in the works. So, besides that, you know what I mean? Just keep working, keep pushing, doing, you know what I mean? Trying to tour and everything. Else.
4: Okay. All right. Do you think that this, the the projects that you're working on now are going, because I know that you, the last time you and I spoke, or the last time I was um, fortunate enough to um, feature you on my show, we were talking about the notebook. How did things work out with that, and what did you learn from that that you plan to change uh, with this new project
5: that you're working on? Um, take a different route. I mean, because the first first project, the first book I did, um, I learned a lot of lessons. You know what I mean? Like, you can't trust everybody. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. got to work your way around and see what's best for you and see what the best outcome would be, which way to go with it. Because just jumping in, you learn a lot of lessons that things you shouldn't have done and things you did right and didn't do right. Learned a whole lot of lessons with that first book. So just to be mindful and watch myself and watch the people around me, you know what I mean? Because everybody doesn't have the best interest at heart. Mm Well,
4: what do you feel is going to be or what has been the motivation or driving force or pulse behind the project that you're working on
5: now? Um, just to show people that they don't stop. You know what I mean? Like one setback doesn't stop anything. You just got to keep mm-hmm. pushing, keep keep pushing. And if you just let one little minor setback you from your destiny, you know what I mean? You weren't meant to do it in the first place. Mm. I got you.
4: I got you. And do you feel like as, as an onstage performer or open mic or spoken word artist, excuse me, that it is incumbent upon you to make sure that you continue to deliver these messages in spite of everything that has kind of gotten in the way?
5: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, because there's no one genre that I write. I write any and everything that you want to I write right? any and everything that I want to write. I mean, whatever it is, you know, I can write about it.
6: Uh mm-hmm.
4: I know that for me personally, my my draw to you has always been the voice behind your words. You know what I mean? Like you can't really get some or well, some. Well, for me personally, I like to. I'm more of an audio person. I like to hear it in order for me to yeah. feel. And so I know <laughs> when I have so. been blessed to hear you to hear you spit. That you know, it definitely moves because your 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 spoken word art, artistry when I use that term? It actually kind of paints a picture, and when is that picture is being painted, it, it's just you know, there's no there's no limit to what it can actually go absolutely. to and what it can actually lead to. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I definitely yeah, feel like you're. <laughs> I definitely I mean, feel like you're main. one of those.
5: That's my main okay, objective when I write Is to Write something that that you can see You know okay. what I mean? If that makes okay. sense That's my objective okay. Is to write something that you can see Every time okay.
7: Because I okay. have I have,
5: so- uh, I have a notebook full of Half done pieces Apart Things that I don't think That were good enough to put out, so they never came out but mm-hmm. always i'm I'm my biggest critic, so if i if I can't see it after I read it I, I i don't I don't put it out mm.
4: so do you feel like at some point in time you will go back and revisit those and i I'm going to respectfully disagree with that. Um, Just because I, you know, I kind of feel like if you wrote something like a nursery rhyme, that it, you know, it would still be valid and it would still have um, meaning to it and for it and from it.
5: Indeed. Sometimes I I go back and then like, yeah, I could put this with this. And, I mean, combine two of the half done pieces together and make something good out of it.
4: Okay. All right. Well, Phoebe is in also in the chat room. Romeo Donati is listening in. Uh, So thank you all for coming through and supporting the brother and showing your love. And, of course, Tiffany Castro is with us. I'm so excited about uh, sister Tiffany coming through. But, yes, so tell me, where do you want the direction of your – or where do you want your legacy to go when when it's all said and done, when, you know – 30, 40 years from now, and you look back on this time in your life, what do you want that time to have said, or what do you want your words to speak on the, your behalf? Um,
5: I want them to say that there's nothing that he couldn't do. There's nothing that he didn't do. There's nothing that he didn't do that was able to help somebody, you know what I mean?
6: Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. cause
5: that's my thing. As long as I can help one person with each each piece that I write, then I'm good with that. Mm. I mean I don't mm-hmm. I don't have to make a lot of money, I don't have to be on T V, be all star studded but as long as I can help somebody with what I do, then I'm good with that. Mhm. I know I know it's prepping, prepping
4: for this uh, feature because you're like the first feature I've done in like years just to be honest um, <laughs> I was so scared because I went to you and I went to another male poet spoken word artist at the same time and I was like whichever one responds first would be the one that I asked who, you know, who gets the first <laughs> spot because I didn't know I just took a chance and I was like well you don't know you know closed mouth don't get fed. you know what yeah. I mean so I was like, okay. All right. I was like we have always been kind of closer with each other and cool with each other. Maybe he will bless us with his presence. And I'm so humbled and honored that you're here. So have you prepared anything or do you want to spit something cuz this is all about you, sweetheart. The first hour is about you, the second hour we got open mics and spoken word, whatever you want to do, get it in.
5: That's whatever. I mean, it's whatever you want me to do, whatever you need me to do. I'm here for. I want you, you I want, want me, you to be, comfortable. I to be here.
4: And I'm humble for you to be here, sweetie. I want you to do whatever you want to do. Kick your shoes off, get your funky up. You know, however you feel comfortable, <laughs> and it, you know me, <laughs> my mouth get me
0: in trouble. But no, I,
4: I just want you to be at ease and at peace. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to share. Um, yeah. I think that there's uh, uh, the feel that I get when you talk and when I hear you talk about things that you've gone through and the things that you're planning to do is that there's. You kind of had trust. You kind of went through the the, the tunnel of trust issues that we all, to all right. go through, um, and you yeah. don't have to be a spoken word artist or a poet to go through that. That's just life. But to right. you kind of through that, and you come out on the other side. So I'm I'm really curious as to to what comes next, and to how you coming out on the other side of a rebirth <laughs> of sorts will actually change or conform your inks. Right.
5: It's it's been different. Um, trust issues, yeah, I've I've gone through all that. But the thing is, like, you can't let that stop you. You know what I mean? You just gotta, mm-hmm. you just gotta watch people now, or more better than you have been. You just gotta watch them. Mm-hmm. But as long as you watch them. Keep a clear mind, open head. I mean, you'll you'll be fine. Just think before you react next time, and don't just jump at what looks sound sounds nice. Mm.
4: And Romeo Donati is definitely giving me a shout out in the um, event.
6: Shout out! Shout uh, out to my brother. Yeah,
4: he he's said indeed. This is my poetry brother. We met a couple of times. Smooth work, powerful message. In it's truth, but overall just a cool dude and great poet and wonderful man and father.
8: All oh, Romeo.
5: <laughs> Thank you, my brothers, man. Shout out for
4: that. Um, okay, so I'm gonna sit back and be quiet. I want I want to hear you do you. I want to hear you take the mic, so to speak, and and you know make you do what it do. <laughs>
5: All right, this is um a new piece in the room. I don't have a title to it, but, yeah. Come with me. Let's take a ride. Travel across these blue lines. Symbolic to me, they symbolize the times when it was myself i have yet to find. The white noise. symbolizes the times of null and void. Had all the wealth I thought I wanted, but ironically unemployed. Fast path to nowhere. In good space, but bad place with no kids. Bad head space, but I was a ghost there. Found myself with an empress. Showed me the way out of the business. Too dangerous where I was. Relentless, but to never return. She was a witness to all the crooked faces. Horizontal lines in your intentions. Like blinds, your eyes lie. Self-dilated, trying to play while trying to play two sides. I see you. The evil that men do and women too. But it's humorous when it's feeding time. Gremlins take that last bite, one stroke after midnight, what you try to multiply, get subtracted and realize all those fake ass impressions never lasted. My mm-hmm. house like garbage pail kids get trashed and I say the hell with all you bastards. <clears throat> say hi to the bad guy. Just playing on me. Feels like a price on my head sometimes. Me against the world some nights. Everything I'm supposed to do, I try, so I let it all go in my rhymes. Battery died. So my time is only right sometimes. Looking up, trying to get a glimpse of sunshine. Pretty straight cat. No longer have to duck one time, but still motherfuckers stop me. Get in line. The world can't hold me. It's ambition. Original me, you can't be a rendition, won't set up a placement, put myself in position, even if it takes me, taking it back to the kitchen, back to the business. Master P, no limit with no eyewitness, slavery days, I whipped it, them digits by any means necessary, I go get it, I be the source of your addiction. Come get plugged in. Or so shall I reap. Payment for the payment that gave way under my sneaks. Escaping the ways I was caved in, court cases of innocent bystanders, bystanders of the race of races. Madison, angry faces, multifaceted, stereotyped of me to be the next kin of the (laughs) bafferman. Systematic fuckery. Hatred of free thinkers who think logically, miscellaneous, pure instantaneous art. Eclectic to the vision, precision, firing like pistons or a starter pistol for starters. Ponds can't stop a king who lives his life for his daughters. Save the raven applause. Leave it for the vulture. I never did any of this for likes, for my sanity and for the culture that's the purpose in what I do and some things that start to be discussed. But eventually the masses and you will see that everything that I've ever done I've done for us. Peace.
7: That
4: I'm, I'm just gonna quote the woman. The whole piece is phenomenal, but systematic buckling. Did I hear yeah. that correctly? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, y'all! Did y'all hear that? I mean, people. Are, anyone that's um in the on the switchboard now that wants to say anything to the brother to the to the artist Keith, please push the number one. If you're calling in for open mics, that's gonna be about another thirty minutes before we get into that. But if you do want to say something to the brother, okay. I got someone raising their hand, and I think I know who it is, but I don't want to jump to conclusions. But before I bring them on, let me ask you this: What was the passion behind that fan? Because you say it's no title to it, but I mean, I can't call it systematic, systematic fuckery because that's your word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What was the passion behind that?
5: I mean, it's just it's just you have to you have to watch everything now. You know I mean, it's not just people, like everything that's going around the world right now. You have to you have to watch people. You have to watch news. You have to watch other people that you think are just certain civilians that are not. You know what I mean? You have to watch everything. You have to keep your eyes open, man. Watch with your third eye. Oh, mm, that's
4: the. Because I've been doing a lot of studying lately about the third eye. So okay. I, I can dig it. I can definitely, definitely dig it. All right. Okay. Let me just... I've got people inboxing me about you, so I'm just trying to make sure I'm giving everyone their just desserts. Give me just one moment. I'm going to pull this brother in because I think it's... Because they're responding now.
0: All right, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and pull
3: in brother Romeo Donati. okay. All right, you're on the mic with Keith. Keith. Peace, love, and poetry to Mr. Notebook, the Beast. What's going on, brother? I uh, maintain it, man. Congratulations on another feature. Uh, congratulations okay. on all the success you got so far. I and mean, you know, just many blessings on on all your projects and ideas and everything that you got coming to the forefront. I always enjoy being able to hear you online. Uh, I told a couple of people, like, y'all got to check this, this brother out tonight. He's featuring on Naked E. Uh, one person texted me back, like, that shit was live. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> talking about. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, uh, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, man. I, I had a chance to meet this brother. Um, and his it, it, energy is it, just exuberating, you know, um, you got a wonderful soul, and his work, you know, it speaks for itself. Like I said, this is a man with many nicknames because you just can't just can't say he's just one person. He, he brings it all type of ways, so that's why I got a bunch of names: the notebook, the beast, but the man with the voice. You know, he do his thing. So keep keep doing what you're doing, brother. You got people out here you. that's really watching you. Shout out to
5: you and everything that you're doing too, brother.
3: Thank you, sir. No doubt.
4: All right, Romeo, thank you so much. Hopefully you'll come back later on if you have time to bless the mic when we, go the, uh, when we step into the open mic uh, phase of the show. But thank you so much for coming through and showing your love for the girls. Thank you so much.
3: Absolutely. Thank you, Mike.
4: You're welcome. All right, y'all, that was Romeo Donati coming through the show. Some love on the pulling area code 540. I don't know who this one is, Keith, but we're going to find out together.
5: Hey, hello. Here. Hello, this is Miss uh, Automatic
7: Charismatic.
4: Right? Uh, I'm sorry, who? I'm
5: sorry, who? This is Miss Automatic
4: Charismatic. I don't you hear me? Addo? You know who that is, Keith?
5: Yeah, what's going on, Adam? Hey, I, I, hey just I, say, I, I just want to say I've I heard the notebook on um, several occasions. And uh just uh, uh you are a remarkable uh poet. Um you always bring something to make us think. Uh, and uh and you you keep the will one hundred percent. Hey thank you, brother. I'm, I'm
6: thank
4: All right. Well, thank you so much, Otto, for coming through and showing your love for for Keith. And I'm going to go ahead and put you back on mute again. Um, If you want to come back through, hang out, and then just push the number one again, and I'll bring you in for that, okay? Okay, cool. All right, thank you. All right, Keith, now you're not going to get off the hook with just one. I want to hear some more.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm going to be greedy tonight because this is like a treat for me. You know, hey, like okay. so I wanna
5: listen to some more. What would you like to hear?
4: I wanna I wanna hear some, some kinda, you know, I don't know how freaky your ink gets. <laughs> 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 yes,
6: I you
5: said it later. Down. Yes, yes. I, I I'm gonna do one that's not too bad. Okay. See. Just let me. Anytime, any place. Let's make love in open air and space. Let our spontaneity have. Uh, let our hearts race. Respond to my touch on instinct. Towards your heart's pace. All caution thrown to the wind, let our passion be in bound. Anytime, any place, let's not care who's around. Let's just let go. Releasing our inner inhibitions. Holding up walls with naked frames as passes by and onlookers watching talk. All we witness is one another's strong whispers and ears of each other's names. Chances taken from displays of affection, taking chance after chance with each stroke of so-called decent exposure, but this is anything and everything, but this is much more than just lust or trying to get a quick nut. This is the epitome of ecstasy. But well, we epitomize the definition of global warming and heat indexes rise above record-breaking temperatures. When new languages are born and heavy breathing is our literature. Confront and face to smile from the easy accessible spring wear that adorns you. Whether to conquer and confiscate your white water rapids the ripple effect of passions, pines on my words, my through my muse. Just you. Any time, any place, let me Tantalize you into positions in which my hands to your body are positioned. Let your lips drip, love's elixir. your was like you love drunk of love's liquor as I lick her into submission. She wishing the cops come and stop something because it feels so fucking good what I'm doing. Not knowing whether to scream out of passion and take the chance of getting caught or to muffle the sounds. No, and I'm not going to stop any time, any place, until so we both just try.
4: Mm. <laughs> Thank you. I, just, I got the dumbest smile on my face right now. Let me, before I get to carry it away. <laughs> yes, he can get it. Okay. But no, CB is in the chat room. He says, congrats, Keith, The Notebook. Do your thing, brother poet! Exclamation mark! And I have someone. (laughs) Yes, and I have someone um, from another part of my life that's listening in, and he said that the brother is deep, definitely for sure, for sure. Thank Uh... you, brother. (laughs) Definitely. So, what was the what was the passion behind that? Who inspired that, or what inspired that part of your ink to go to that to that level?
5: Um, I was listening to Janet. Any time, any place? And uh, uh. And, and and extra curricular thoughts and yeah, it just messed together well.
4: Okay, so I'm gonna go out on the last here. <laughs> you know I, I like to go on that life, Keith. Who is the woman Indeed. in your life right now that is helping to continue to with those creative uh, creative Juices, Steph
5: Lowe. <laughs> that's event um, <that's laughs>
4: Burks. That's
5: event Burks. Yvette Burks. Okay. Beautiful disaster. All uh, right. All
4: right. And so do you feel like the two of you are at that place in your life where it's going to continue? And I'm just asking because, you know, personal experience of my own, you know, it's kinda hard to to meet someone and they find out you do poetry or that you're a poet or that you do these things and, and you know what I mean? And then they feel like everything has to be like everything you say is like, oh you're just trying to write poetry. No, I'm not. This is me <laughs> being me. This has nothing to do with poetry. Like, no, I'm not I trying quite, to read um, you.
5: <clears throat> no, the good thing is um she's a poet too. So she okay,
6: Okay. You understand? Okay.
5: Um, to a point, you know what I mean? But sometimes people kind of overstep the boundaries mm-hmm. and um, don't really care, you know what I mean? If you're attached to that. But, mm. mm-hmm. like, the yeah. person, person that I am, you know what I mean? I, I let them know you can't do that, you know what I mean?
4: Right, there are definitely lines that should not be crossed, and I just feel like yeah. there's certain certain lines that kind of get blurred as a poet or a spoken word artist, and we have to be right. careful moving in and out of them because we want to give the people what they what they need or what they feel they you know have to get, but at the same time it has to be a respect issue there, and I think it's very right. important to try to find that balance between both. Like when I when I'm looking in the chat room and I and I realize that you know Sister Epiphany is there. You know, she's been married for a very long time, and I remember one conversation I had with her, and I tried to pick her brain a little bit, like, what is it like to be married to someone who's not in this industry of of poet and, you know, poetry and spoken word artists? How does that translate? You know, and she, you know, she's very humble, and she's, you know, so I appreciate you being able to, you know, open that up. Uh, open that side of yourself up for me Because not too many people do that And I know how you can tend to like Just close that out
5: <laughs> right. But it's but important it's a, it's a, it's a, guys To know
4: that he, a resp- he does have a Yeah, go ahead, I'm
5: sorry it, it's, a, it's a respect boundary on both sides You know what I mean Like
7: mm-hmm.
5: we know we know, Well I know that you can't You have to kind of People Because mm-hmm. they'll get the wrong impression Sometimes Mm, mm
6: -hmm, mm
5: -hmm. I mean, but I can't, I can't really help the words that I use and I'm not trying to be a poet. You know what I mean? Mm, mm
6: -hmm.
5: Sometimes you, sometimes you can't help the words that you use, but you have to be mindful. Sometimes other people take that out of context flirting with them or something when you're not, you know what I mean? You just be who you are. Mm, mm-hmm. I
4: I know that in in many arenas and many genres of poetry, you can actually be talking about, you know, something like just totally fundamental and yeah. or something that's kind of like, <laughs> you know, like we're going to go burn some shit up. And, right. and it's not what you say, it's the way you say it. And a person can get so aroused and so lost in Indeed. what you're saying that they forget that, you know, hey, wait a minute, this person has a life. Like you know, like when uh Romeo's mentioning how, you know, you're a wonderful father. Those type things stick out to me because I'm like, Okay, he's a father. This means he has a whole different dimension of real a whole different dimension of a reality and responsibilities and layers of this man that don't too many people get to know about. So I absolutely. greatly, greatly appreciate you for that. So do you feel I'm that not- the two of you will come together? Have you thought about that? Maybe bringing her into, if she's not already, into this uh, new project that you have for 2017?
5: Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's, we're we're um, we are one stage, one mic entertainment. You know what I mean? So it's like everything that I do, she's involved. Everything that she does, okay. I'm involved. You know what I mean? <clears throat> not only that, it's like we're a team. So traveling, mm. whatever else, it's always together. You okay. know
4: what I mean? I got you. Now, this one stage, one my entertainment has this. Have you actually got like a website or a link for it?
5: Uh, there's not a website yet, but you know what I mean. Okay. That, that's where all the books and apparel and everything else come from.
4: Okay. All right. So we're just trying to grow like and
5: make. Woman... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, i said, we're trying to just grow and make that bigger and and put out more things. You know what I mean, because like she has a book that's done, so we're trying to maneuver around and and get that put out first. You know what I mean, before anything else.
6: Mhm.
5: Her book. Gotcha. And then we have a book that we wrote together. That'll be oh. the next and then I have another one, and then the apparel and everything else. We're just trying to keep it moving.
4: What do you feel is the one key ingredient? Because this woman, to me, sounds like your rib, okay? When I I see so many people on Facebook talking about their seat, they're searching for their rib or their rib, this, their
0: rib, that, yeah, okay.
4: (laughs) Sometimes you have to go to the, sometimes you got to go to the meat market and pick up something that may not, Be what you You know what I mean And then make Your rib. You know what I'm saying Right So But what I'm saying (laughs) Woo Okay So what I'm saying Is that What do you (laughs) feel Has been the one I guess Key ingredient Or the The one piece of glue That has held The two of you together So far
5: Um It's been hard But Communication Communication is key you know what I mean? That's, that's my big thing, communication and honesty and loyalty, basically.
7: Okay.
5: As long as you have those three things, the love will remain. You know what I mean?
4: Do you feel that it's hard being, and no disrespect to anybody listening in, do you feel that it's hard being an African-American man in this society, being true to what it is that you desire and what you need to be fulfilled on all levels to have that open line of communication and that honesty that takes that needs to take place in order to hold things together?
5: Um, Myself, no, simply because I pride myself on being truthful in all things. You know what I mean? Whether you want to Mm -hmm. hear it or not, I'm going to tell you the truth. But if you don't want the truth, don't ask me the questions because I'm going to give it to you.
4: Okay. Well, I want to hear some more. You know, I definitely, uh, you know, want you to get it in again and again and again and again. (laughs) So don't let me stop you, and I know the people here, that are listening in and in the chat room They want to hear <clears throat> some more too So please continue,
0: you okay?
5: Yeah, I'm good um, I wrote okay. this piece called Murals was there for you Okay Pursuing something bigger than myself This has never been about myself No selfishness. Self-reflective witnesses Witness this Art. Just release mental prisoners. reprime, repaint your mental illnesses and images. These these are mirrors. Happy faces, smiles, airbrushed, painted on baby-like, fresh white teeth. Use this canvas as for child's first art project, projecting a long desire for permanent residence. Happy faces, allowing others to feel the warm embrace of a mere facial feature, even if per se... Precipitation flows like the Serengeti. Deserted in a crowded room, available to a million pairs of eyes looking me directly in the soul, but still, still recognize my features, and I realize that I too are as you are. all human. The epitome of a starving artist with the gluttonous hunger for my mental capacity to be fed. Importing what's most important to the point of regurgitating emotions stored to make room for more food for thought. Consumption of different forms of the general consensus. Since it's what we build is only way that we live this. No blasphemy, but our daily bread we give this nourishment of the minds. Tell me, can you feel this? I'm starving while I continue to paint these mirrors. Question. Have you ever been afraid of tomorrow? When yesterday's climate control had no chance of rain, but today has you second-guessing the sunrise. Wanting to permanently reside in what you remember in your childhood. Help make demand but unforeseen demands, commands, frustrations, and pain. Nothing to gain but a world to lose. Confused thoughts. Abused heart. Or things unimaginable. See the boogeyman visits during the day when you're grown. Ever been afraid. I have. So I continue to pray the sun heals the day tomorrow. Paint these murals. Understand. Grab hold and fully understand the human behind the pen. Much more than my rights and my spirit, I can fully equip my own Da Vinci code and better within What I've written, descriptions of it, just pay attention, take time to listen, what I write a life submission, no need for subscriptions I make for public view the things I go through. No combination on a mental safe, unlocked and open, hoping that you'll understand what's inside. These are murals. And I continue to paint them. So you won't have to be afraid of your tomorrow.
7: Mm.
4: Wow! <laughs> you guys are always in awe when he, when he does his thing because it's like, damn, where does that come from? Because it, to me, I, I can I can feel the vibr I hear the vibrations in your voice, and when you hear those vibrations, those vibrations can actually you know emit into feelings and actually transmit through. That's a whole other show, you. but anyway, huh? <laughs> Um, so definitely, I'm <laughs> not ready for that. But no, what I'm saying is like how how do you allow yourself to go into places that may not actually be directly connected to you and allow you to translate what other people are going through? How does that change you? And does it leave that spiritual or that emotional fingerprint on your soul when
5: you do it? Um, sometimes it does sometimes I write something that that completely drains me emotionally, and I can't It takes me a while before I'm able to read it without being emotional. you know what I mean but um, okay, I just go in and, and like like I always say i don't I don't write poems. I just sit until. Something comes and then let the poem write itself. You know what
4: I mean? Gotcha. I'm gonna send a shout out to everyone in the chat room right now. I don't know if, well, I know you're not in there, but we have Carlene Beverly hanging out. We have Epiphany Castro, and we have CB Baby right now in the chat room. So everyone, sending their love to you, and of course, we have other people listening in and um, inboxing me on Facebook about the show. So thank you so much, everyone, for. Um, hanging out and listening to Keith Williams, The Notebook, The Beast. Um, he Indeed, just seems a piece like called Neuro.
0: <laughs> what do
4: you want to be known as? Because, I mean, to call someone a beast, you know.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <there's>, <laughs> I'm trying things.
4: to get comfortable with that.
5: <laughs> yeah, there's, there's many things. I mean, because, like, I have harder... Harsher pieces, I guess that's where that came from. But yeah, Colleen says, the,
4: "Bless, bless, love to Keith," and uh, she's sending love out to the chat room. So, okay, with that being said, I want to hear one of those harsher, harder pieces. Uh, okay,
5: um, let's see, uh, um, asked me to do Billy Jean. Uh, so I'm going to do that. <clears throat> okay. She tried the Billie Jean movie. pretended to have faith in her biggie, but only wanted Nicki Minaj like Queen Bee with an other John, like an HBO special. Specializing in Trying to pull wolves' clothing over sheep's eyes when the shepherd of the flock always saw clearly through her disguise, which was the genesis of a relationship's demise. And at this point, I don't even give a shit, but she tried to Billie Jean me. Playing a game of back and forth with my emotions like Billy Jean King me. Blowing smoke of my art to ash. Asking for nothing but reciprocity of what I gave, but mentally catfished by someone I've known half my life. You no, know, this is just say, some random chick. This is someone formerly known as my wife. She tried to Billy chain me. With looks of disgust, she poured acid on my self esteem. She disenfranchised what I thought was a team. See, she wanted two and a half men. She Charlie King me. She made a move to make Kenneth McGriff want to quit the Supreme Team. This chick tried to Billy chain me. It's so my first thought. Where to grab my keys and beat it? Because Dirty Diana was a smooth criminal. The way she made me feel with no subliminal shit got bad. I thought the doggone girl was mine. Not knowing this beetle last nigga was hitting it the whole time she tried to Billie Jean me. But I was once a thriller, but I had to make her take a long look at the man in the mirror, and I realized. I'm more than what she tried to make me out to be. She tried to Billie Jean me. But the paternity test said the kid is not my son. Peace.
4: So, was that off of a real life situation, Keith? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Oh, no, she need her ass flipped. Everything's on. You're COVID man. on people? <laughs>
5: Everything that I write, basically, well, 98% of things I write are, are, are uh, personal experiences.
4: Mm. That is deep. We have someone on the line that has their hand raised. Area code 347. If you're calling in to do open mic or spoken word, that's going to be in a few minutes. Um, but I'm going to pull you in in case you want to say, say something to the brother. Here we go. Area code 347. Welcome to Naked East.
9: Hello, uh, Prince A. McNally here, just wanted to uh, Hi,
4: stop
9: McNally. in and, how you doing, sis? Brother. Hi, sweetie. How
4: are you? I'm
9: great, I'm great, I just wanted to stop in right quick and uh, just uh, show my appreciation for the Brother Clyde, you know, and uh, let him know that I'm listening, Brother, and I appreciate your work, and hey, just keep doing what you me, going
5: Thank you, brother. I appreciate you
9: coming through, man. Absolutely, absolutely. I wouldn't have missed this, brother. Indeed. You know. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. I'm going to let you guys go. I hope, you, I hope you, guys
4: you come go. back in a little while. Yeah, I hope you can come back in a little while and yeah. when open mic is um, opened and, and do your thing because I really, really enjoyed you, and I look forward to hearing more from you as
9: well. I appreciate that, sis. Uh, I'll certainly try. Uh, but in the meantime, all I'll right. just sit back and enjoy the rest of the show. Peace and love. All, all right. right, thank you so much. You. Peace
4: and love. Yeah, that's Chris McNally. The first time I heard him, peace was the last time I did a show, was was what in last year December. So no, I was just like, um, yeah. in December, and he was he. I was like, who? What? Where did he come from? You know, he's yeah, one he one of them. He's he, like, yes, he will catch you all. Catch Like, you know. Okay, so back to this Billy Jean and the ninety eight percent of the things <laughs> you write about come from real life. You said I forgot? Yeah. I did not forget. All right, um, but no. Uh, do you feel that <laughs> that this is one of the dimensions or one of the layers of um, who are, are things that have kind of added to who you are as a man, as a father, as a I mean, husband okay. to be. Okay, another part. How do you feel like it has influenced your ink, or influenced what you, or your goals, your plans for the future?
5: I mean, because that's the reason I started writing, basically because I was pissed off. I mean, I was hurt. I was Mm -hmm. pissed off. It was, it was all emotionally driven, and I I had not picked up because I just started doing this um, in 2010. Mm -hmm. I just started writing in 2010. Oh you know, just generally mm-hmm. because that um, was it was just me and and raising two daughters on my own. You know what I mean? Mhm. So yeah, I well, picked it up as as
4: as as you mentioned your daughters. Do you feel like what you write also is as a reflection of kind of preparing them for later on in life? Because earlier when I asked you, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to look back 30 years from now and be able to say about you and what and the things that you've done, you know, as far as, like, poetry? What do you feel is going to, what is the legacy you want to leave for them directly as a man and as an African-American man in this society and how they should expect to be treated as they grow up?
5: Oh, indeed. Um, Bless you. Just to let them know that the stereotypes are just that. You know what I mean? Stereotypes. You can't you can't pigeonhole all men because your mother did something stupid. You know what I mean? You can't pigeonhole all black men because because and then the thing is like you do something dumb and then try to make it look like that I did it. You know what I mean? You can't do that. If that was the case These girls wouldn't be here with me alone, you know what I mean? But you can't pigeonhole all black men because all black men aren't deadbeats like they try to make them out to be, you know what I mean? Especially me. Because, and I want them to always know that don't have a fear of somebody leaving you, you know what I mean? Just because that happened while they were in my custody, don't have a fear of somebody leaving you because you're in a relationship with them. Because it, it doesn't always happen, and I don't, I don't, I don't bring them into adult situations and conversations. I never have. But the thing is, it's like she did, and tried yeah. to over and over and over again. You know, I mean, you can't do that. It Mhm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's, that's just what it is. I mean, because they've seen everything, and I mean already, they were they were ten and six when uh when I was left with them. They were ten and six.
9: Okay. Now
5: they're nineteen and fifteen. Now my daughter just started college last week.
4: Oh, that is awesome. I know you're so proud. I know you have to be proud. Absolutely. I
5: know you have to be proud. So,
4: before we get into the open, all. college freshman and what now?
5: I'm have a sophomore in high school.
4: Okay. And do you feel like what you're doing is something that you would want them to? Uh, I don't want to call it poetry a hobby because for many of us it's a way of life. It's, it's what we get up <laughs> right. and really, really do. You know what I mean? Like this is what we do, Maybe Shit. <clears throat> However you want to say it. <laughs> right. Like poetry is the pulse for some of us. Like when I'm at work, even though I, you know, do tech support, I, I still have my notebook and, and pen by my desk. <laughs> because Indeed. when it hit me, I gotta write. And I, you know, I don't care who's on the phone, whatever's gonna go down with them. Look, I gotta write this out. So, do you feel like this is something that you would will, will want for them to pick up as well, as far as like poetry, or, or are they picking it up already, or do they have their own flow and something else?
5: Um, it's if if they want to. You know, I mean, my little one, she she picks up a pen every now and again, but it's nothing that mm-hmm. I try to force on them to do. Because I mean, like like I said, mine came out of being pissed off and anger and frustration. I mean, mm. if you fully motion to pick it up or do something like that, cool. You know what I mean, but if not, cool too. Because my little one says she wants to um, she wants to be a writer for her her film. But mm. <clears throat> I, I I'll I'll um go along with them in, in whatever they want to do. Got a hundred percent support from okay. me as long as it's something productive. Gotcha, gotcha.
4: All right, y'all. So we're getting ready to head into open mics and so forth, and hopefully Brother Keith will hang out with me if he has to go. I definitely understand. Epiphany is waving to you from the chat room. But I want you to, to leave us and bless us with at least one more piece, um, you know, and, and get it in for me, please.
5: Okay, cool. Hi, um, this is World War Three. We... Our legion. The reincarnation of leaders being slain. Laid down while standing behind podiums and on balconies for being seen as holding too much power. But we are poets. So what holds more power than these words? That become visuals to the naked eye. Phones are no more than upgraded your every movement. Swiping your fingerprints to unlock your phone, but lock you into this system with each upgraded edition of the same gadget you wait for days on the front lines to spend your greenbacks to get plugged into your lifelines. And that's the way the simulation and standard text message rates may apply. To those coerced into a two year contractual agreement, iPhone, can you see it? Sending you through galaxies on g fours with S threes that take notes, enslaved locked, and your mental about a thousand other times, just like on those boats, but Big Brother's always watching. So let's add an agit location button so we can track and take that ass out from that exact location, buddy. Synchronizing your watches in the middle of the desert and zero dark dirty but can't find Miss Athenian Miss us kids, killers in your home backyard know who's dirty. Oh, but whenever something bad happens, it's it's blaming Obama while your family and filling out Warren Buffett's billion-dollar bracket for a fucking tournament the board about my people dying at the hands of your hired hitman, being shot down in the street and can't get a fucking two-dollar tourniquet to stop the pleading. And day in and day out, our our shine bells continue to ring, and all our trayvons trading their hoodies for wings, and until we stop portraying Geppetto's offspring and become masters of the puppet master. That we will continue to set ourselves up for nothing but disaster. And I'm sorry that these words came across so abrupt. A fucking warning. In ten seconds, this message will self-destruct.
3: Peace.
4: Hmm. I mean, I heard, I heard Trayvon. I, I I got a feel or an idea of what like prompted that piece, but can you please let everybody know what? Move the ink to go to that level.
5: And they, um, tired of seeing us sitting around being picked off by cops and everybody else and not doing anything about it. You know what I mean? If we, if we continue to sit around, they're going to wipe us out. You know what I mean? We can't just sit here and do nothing. I mean,. Mm-hmm. Uh, i i i i got I got the, I got the Malcolm
0: complex you know
5: what
4: I, mean? I I can dig it <laughs> yeah. but why you, mean, why you said we can't sit here and do nothing do you feel like sometimes some of us in certain situations and in some areas are doing too much and that kind of provokes the 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 ignorance what's already there. So, what I'm trying to ask you is, these are like some of us motherfuckers are out here actually trying to, you know, wave a stake in front of a pit bull and then dare the pit bull to bite. Because so we out here clowning and showing out and doing what we're not supposed to do. And then when they show up and show out, we want to get into that, you know, Black Lives Matter where all of it do matter. But if we don't, you know, yeah, I'm trying to ask you, like, there's certain situations.
7: No,
5: Absolutely. That shouldn't I mean, have
4: it's, happened. It's, it's, it's,
5: Excuse my language and and my way of words, but yeah, you got some of these ignorant niggas out here doing this dumb shit, and then wanna cry wolf afterwards. Nah, stop the dumb shit. Get your shit in order, and stop playing with these people. And you won't have the right to come after you, and then you wanna cry. My baby didn't do nothing. Yes, he did. He was always out there fucking with people. Get your mind right. Um, Get your commitment right, get your kids right, you know what
4: I mean? I have someone asking a question for you, indeed. okay, and they're in my inbox. They want to know, what are your thoughts, Chicago youth, on the youth that's in Chicago?
5: Chicago youth are running running rapid, running rapid with, with that gangbang shit. That shit is played out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They, they need to, somebody needs to do something in order to get that together. Because cause that range shit is, is played out. You know what I mean? You got to grow out of that shit. You're too old for that shit, first of all. And then just going around shooting for nothing. What, what you shooting for? What the hell are you shooting for? Don't none of you motherfuckers own none of that shit out there. You know what I mean? But somebody that, needs to... Okay, I'm sorry. So you mentioned uh, Malcolm.
4: So you me. you, yeah. I'm sorry. You mentioned Malcolm. What do you feel it's going to take to bring about this generation's Malcolm or Martin Luther King? who is going to step into those shoes and and on some level I kind of feel like as poets we are re- required by nature. When you step into the to the realm or the arena of poetry and spoken word artists or becoming a spoken word artist along that journey, you actually step into the shoes of of some of the people, even though we'll never feel those shoes. And right. but what do we need to do from our perspective, or from your perspective? What do we need to do to kind of help prepare our children and our generation for that? Because until <clears throat> another Malcolm or or you know Martin Luther King rises up, what are we going to do?
5: You know, I I there's going to be one of these kids that's so tired of the same shit over and over again that mm-hmm. they're gonna be they're gonna be that next Malcolm or Martin or whatever. But I can see like the youth now. You know I mean, they're 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 waking up. The thing is, is, like the ones that's doing all the killings and like like she was talking about Chicago. These are older stupid motherfuckers. They're they're the older people doing the same Mm -hmm. dumb shit over and over again. Then what you going to do when he gets care? They're going to go to the funeral. Somebody's going to come shoot up the funeral. They're going to get back at them. It's just just a cycle over and over again. It's a systematic cycle. But There's going to be one of these kids that sees this every single day that ends up putting an end to it. Some kind of way, they're going to end it. And I can't wait for that happens because we all need to come together and and then just stop this whole cycle of shit because that's doing nothing but helping them. You know what I mean? Like
6: what they're, feel,
5: what they're doing is doing What they're doing is doing nothing you... but helping them wipe out us, basically.
4: Right, but what I, my question to that, or my my, do you feel that they feel that's all they have now because they've seen so much of the decay and the death and the and and it's like you know they don't know how to get out, get off the merry-go-round from hell because hell is all they're accustomed
5: to. Nah, but the thing is, like, if hell is all you're accustomed to, and you're so used to seeing that all the time, all the time, all the time,
6: mm-hmm. I know
5: you're tired of it. Do something to stop it. Instead of joining in with this shit, do something to stop it. Because I know you're tired of this shit. I know you're tired of having to watch your back every time you go out of the house. I know you're tired of having to pack a gun everywhere you go. You know what I mean? That's, like, dumb. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, right. because, like, honestly, from, from, me to, and from me to everybody else, like, I sold dope for the longest time. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. after high school, growing up, I, I was a, I was a drug dealer, but I, I always had a job at the same time, like a nine-to-five, but I still sold dope. And I became so big as a drug dealer, over time, you get tired of having to watch people and watch your back and carry guns and do this and that. You know I mean, you you grow out of that shit. And eventually, you get so tired that it, it's just like, I'm done, you know what I mean? When 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 okay. are you going to be done?
4: So basically it's time for us to turn the bullets into pillars to help people step up and grow up into who they need to become instead of who they're settling to be.
5: Yeah, absolutely.
4: One more question. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts? And you don't have to come right out and say it, but, you know. What are your thoughts on this situation with Russia and the United Snakes of America?
5: (laughs) Russia, I mean, I really don't do politics a lot, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, Russia Russia is trying to get their own shit together. You know what I mean? They're trying to get their own shit together, first of all. They're, They're not all the way together. But, there's really nothing to fear about Russia. It's just, it's just something uh, stupid Trump is... He's just rambling again. Uh-huh.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't he's think he ever... Believed he ever I don't think he ever believed he was going to get in office either. You know what I mean? He was. he was like, oh, God, did I really win
0: this? Like, who was stupid right, enough to
5: get this?" He's just as surprised as everybody else. But they're They're trying to get their own shit together there there there's no threat to nobody else I mean I, just, think,
4: I, oh, I think i think we're our, we're our own threat I think we're a threat to ourselves as far as right, this country. Absolutely. because we we look at what's what we should do and we do the opposite of it, and then we look at what we shouldn't do and we go for it. And we're not helping That's those perfect. that are over here. It's one thing to help people that come from other countries, and I have many friends from other countries, so I'm not knocking those who are here. But I feel like any time our country can roll out the red carpet and give people businesses and and, and licenses to do things, to make money and, and to sell whatever, poisons or whatever you want to call it, because I used to sell dope too. So in Detroit, mm. South Side. So when, when you talk to someone who has had to go out there and get it versus you know, you, like I said, just rolling out the red carpet, and for people who don't even pay taxes over here, who don't have families over here, you know what I mean, who, like were born here, and that's, that's a problem for me. That's <clears throat> where the problem comes in at, because I feel like I the same some. rights and privileges that you give these people that just pop up over here, you know, like uh, when her. that situation came about. Right, exactly. And then, you know, I mean, we're not asking for 40 acres and a mule. We're asking for what you give away so freely to people that aren't even from here.
5: Right. And then cry that you're in debt. You know what I mean? That's like right. the dumbest <laughs> shit ever. But the thing is, like, like I grew out of that shit. I got so tired. You know what I mean? And and I'm a college graduate. You know what I mean? hmm But I was working, yeah. going to college, and selling dope at the same time. But I grew out of this shit. Okay. You know what I mean? I worked downtown. You know what I mean? but there's so many homeless people downtown. It doesn't make any sense that you're giving all this money away. You're so called in debt, but you're still giving all this money away and you've got all these homeless people downtown. Exactly. And
4: then they wonder why the home, it's almost like a zombie nation. People talk about the zombie apocalypse, but to me, the zombie apocalypse isn't something that you watch on TV when you can walk down the street and your neighborhood and it's, and it's abandoned exactly. houses that turned into, you know, crack houses and whore houses. Exactly. That's the zombie apocalypse, motherfuckers. That's, <laughs> that's what <laughs> right. it is, right there. It has nothing to do with somebody because if you think about the things that they're doing and the the poisons that they're pumping into their body, they're actually decaying their own flesh. So I mean, if people look outside the box, okay, and stop trying to, you know. Anyway, okay, so we got some people on the line. I'm going to go ahead and pull them in. Area code 347. Seven. I'm going to make it in. Hello? Yeah, hello? Hey. Hi. It's Prince, gonna... Hi, Prince, are you ready to, to do your thing? Hello? Yeah, I'm here.
9: Okay, I wasn't sure if you were speaking to me or what. I was kind of twisting on that one. Um
4: okay, I'm talking to
9: you. Uh, No problem. Um, okay. As I rip this clip of meta formations from my thought patterns... Brain cells are ringing all around Saturn, while back in the hood, rough rileys are barking like rock riles. Prolific rhymers are catching out timers, and my peeps are mad illing from this unrehearsed verse that I be spilling with the greatest of these like killer bees be stringing honey. Do you feel me, money? So microphone check me, and please don't test me, because my thoughts are deep throating like Monica Lewinsky. I'm not Bill Clinton, so don't go acting fruity, trying to impeach me over this silly chit chatter because it really doesn't matter, you see. Misogyny, I'm really not whipped. It's merely a waste of my gifts, so I aim my pen towards the positive tip of the iceberg named Slim. Shady's ob be the hood, but it's all good, for I am the phoenix rising, uplifting the downtrodden like the homeless, begging for social change. A computer whiz, hacking into brains. I I am a political prostitute, giving the government head trips to the outer limits of my subconscious, so they can truly see from thine own eyes what it feels like to be demoralized, to, to socialize, utterly despised. see how ghetto babies never cry, woof, but they merely cry when they're hungry and when shit needs to be changed. Basically. okay.
4: So Brother Prince. Prince McNally. <laughs> ah! Okay, Keith, I'm gonna let you go first and, and, and chime in on that piece.
5: Your Prince is always dope when he does his thing, man, and, and the consciousness he brings is incredible.
9: It's crazy, man. I
5: think you I think your style, man, I think your flow do your thing, brother.
9: Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Indeed.
4: I wanna go a little bit deeper. What's what's the actual um I i I have a good idea, I don't like to assume, but for those who are listening who may have never heard you spit before or do your thing, you kinda of bring you you kinda of sound like the Malcolm and, and uh you know, Martin Luther King of the poetry realm for me anyway. Um, that's where I kinda of place you. Um, and not leaving you in that box, but I'm saying that's kinda of where you take me with your ink sometimes. What was the reason not the reason, but what was the actual I guess Uh, Pulse Is the word I should use right What was the What what inspired you to write that That piece
9: Oh that particular piece I don't know Well Based on our our social conditioning uh, What our social condition is And that was a piece I wrote that a few years ago And I was on some type of forum And I kind of just it was kind of, uh, at the time, it was off off the dome. And I said, I better write this down, you know, because I was like, oh, my God, you know, what is this, you know? And, but, um, yeah, it was just, it just kind of flowed. And I felt that, you know, we're just coming from a place of just speaking of who we are and where we are, what's going on in the hood and, and what have you. And wanting them to know that, you know, that we're not just, Crying for nothing, you know. We're not just whining, you know. Shit is, you know, shit need to be changed, and that's where the the metaphor for the, you know, the, you know, you know, crying wolf, you know, <laughs> you know, because I just wanted to, I just wanted to let them know that shit needs to be changed, and that's where the metaphor with the baby coming and you know, baby, shit needs to be changed. They don't cry for nothing, you know, and so I just put right. that on to us as well.
4: Well, thank you so much. I'm all I'm in awe of you, to be honest. And um, oh, stop, anyone that stop. knows me, no, seriously, like real talk. I don't I don't blow smoke. I, you know, I'm very straight. I'm very one hundred. You know what I mean? Straight to the point. If I don't like you, I'll just be quiet. You know what I mean? I'll never disrespect. I'll just be very quiet. Um, but you actually you caught me off guard. You you and I and I told somebody I told another Muslim sister that he's deep. You know, and for me to (laughs) – I don't like everybody's poetry, Keith. I just don't. I don't care who you are. If I don't like it, I don't like it. This is is me being honest, but I I, I fell in love with your ink from the moment that I heard it. And so for me, you're definitely someone that I look forward to learning more from, and I say learning from, because you can listen to a thousand pieces and very few people can penetrate uh, you know, penetrate the ink like that to make you want to learn from them. And I'm so humbled and honored that you that you allowed yourself to come through and take the time to bless
9: the format with us again. I'm I'm just humbled by your words, Sister. Uh, I truly uh, Thank you. You're more than welcome.
4: The brother in the chat or in my inbox is saying, brother is intertwining those words. I like the wordplay. He has bridge words to to space the gaps between thoughts. So you're definitely making an impact, and uh, that's definitely what's important for sure. And I did post his link, everybody, in the chat room for Prince McNally's Facebook page. Check the brother out, um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, definitely love to hear some more
0: from you. Absolutely, you know, you absolutely.
4: Say, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is Keith still with me? Oh, he may have stepped away for a minute. All right, I'm going to go ahead and put you on mute, Brother Prince McNally, and then I'm going to go to the next caller in line.
9: All right, sister. Thanks again. My love.
4: You're welcome. Thank you. My love. All right, y'all, that was Brother Prince McNally doing the thing. Keith, are you with me? I think he put me on hold or mute. That's cool. All right, going to the next caller in line, and I am so stoked. I got tears in my eyes when she told me she was in the chat room tonight. I'm on the. Oh, Phenomenal, it's Tiffany Kestrel well, Hey, Happy New Year Happy New Year What's happening, so how are you? I'm so grateful that you came too oh, I'm getting there, I'm getting better It's just been a, last year was a rough year You know, I lost my mom and mm-hmm. everything So last year oh, was just a little bit tough on me Yeah,
8: so how yeah. have you been? I've been doing just okay um, just okay. The, the holidays have been busy. You know, I'm busy with teaching and my family. And huh, I've just, you know, I lost a very dear friend of mine two weeks ago, Tavis P. Brunson passed away. And so the poetic oh. community lost um, a giant, a, a wonderful human being. And, you know, now we just have a dope guardian angel. But I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Good. What up? So, oh, hello. This is a Tiffany Castro.
5: <laughs> What's going on?
8: Hey, congratulations on your feature.
5: Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you.
8: No problem. So, my I'm. Um, we're. Um, you know, I'm in in the Bay Area. and We're having like record-breaking storms. So, if for some reason oh. my call drops or some crazy foolishness like that. Please don't take it personally. It is raining cats and dogs. And so there's a lot of a lot. power outages going in and out and stuff.
4: And I'm just so grateful and appreciative of you that you came through. We've been having freaky weather okay. down here in Georgia, too. It's been really freaky. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's
8: snowing there today, I understand, right? Isn't it snowing mm-hmm. in Georgia? hmm mm-hmm. No, it's just been raining. It it's like. It's, it's like we're going to have to build an arc in a minute. It is just, like, raining, <laughs> and then it's, like, 39 degrees in the morning. People are like, oh, that's not that cold. It is cold to Californians. That is very cold for us. So I'm, like, snuggly in my room and hoping that our power out because most a lot of people in San Francisco have no power tonight. So we're just going to cross them fingers. And hope that I can get through this piece before my call drops and I have no power.
4: (laughs) Wow, I greatly appreciate you. So please bless us
8: with what you have so we don't lose you. Oh, sure. It's just a little something, something. I think it's the last thing I wrote. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't the last thing I wrote, but it's one of the last. How how about that? So it's a little um, piece called I'll Pass. And it goes like this. You can hear me okay, yeah? Yes. Okay. I can definitely hear you. All righty. <clears throat> I ain't been one to dig organized religion. I can count on one hand the amount of times I've been in the house of worship over the past 20 years, and, yes, I get it. I get it. But keep in mind it is My decision, so do not weep for me. I don't need your tears. I don't get down with that sort of division, sinners versus non-sinners. It was my understanding that we are and will always be the same. Jesus, too. So if he wept for me, he wept for you, too. The fact is, my maker is in my house, my body, my skin. I am in my soul. I ain't too interested in the lies y'all been told. Does this mean I'm going to hell in a handbasket? No, it means I am content with my God being my business, not yours. After all, it is and should be personal when it is concerning me, right? I thought so. My memories of my church-going days are compiled of an array of moments, of scattered moments, of singing solo and sneaking out back to have a smoke and just waiting for it to be over so I could get on with my day. That was my grandest hope. See, those were long ago, and truth be told, I don't miss it, yet I am easy, easy like Sunday morning. Those, however, were not all those easy kinds of days. Seemed to me that everyone was there for everything but God, and yep, I've said it, somebody has to, might as well be me, and these days I'm pretty free. Choices were mine to make, and I made them. My temple is wherever I am. My spirit travels with me nonstop, no layovers. Now keep in mind this is purely my perspective. My directive is to be happy. Yours should be too. So yeah, I'm also cool with not participating in the Congregation of Organized Religion. Did it matter what I wore every Sunday? God ain't the fashion police. Did it matter how much cash I could offer? God don't take PayPal. Did it matter what kind of car I rolled up in too? God ain't concerned with shit like that. At least I don't think so. Mine ain't. Maybe yours is. Everything that was so called being taught was in great hypocrisy. And since I ain't a hypocrite, I'll pass.
0: That was deep.
8: I think it's interesting <laughs> that you that you you spit that piece in particular
4: because Keith and I were talking. I know you've been here. He was talking about the third eye. So <laughs> knowing who you are, a little bit I <laughs> you know. What is your perspective on that?
8: On on third eyes? Are you talking to me? Are you asking mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Yes. Yes, me. Oh. The third eye is your 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 intuitive tool. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. your it, it is your your intuitive tool. You can choose not to use it and be sorry, or you can choose to use it. You know, when you get that feeling, that gut feeling, that something just, mm, that's your third okay. eye speaking to you. <laughs> it's your third eye speaking to you. Some people's third eye is closed. And, you know, I wish them well, and I hope that it opens someday. That's pretty much the way I look at it.
4: <laughs> so what has the epiphany been doing as far as, like, spoken word and poetry life? I know you have everything uh, going Ms. on Diff- with your
8: family <laughs> and school. Uh, Miss Epiphany took a break. <laughs> Epiphany took a break, and we'll return to the stage in the spring. Um, I'm writing a bunch of new stuff, so I'll have a new set, and I have some collaborators. I'm gonna group together with some new collaborators that I haven't worked with before. Um. I am because mm-hmm. I still have two radio shows. Of course, Fifties House after nine years, you know, I retire from that, but I still have Incense and I still have Poets on Poets. And so Lady Khadija and I host uh, Incense and we decided to put together a mixtape. And so we're going to put together a mm. mixtape from some of our favorite things that we played over the last two years. Um, and so that's really not – and it's not just poetry. Um, I don't really – I I never call myself a spoken word artist. In in fact, generally, I just say I'm an artist. But I do say I'm a poet because, as Ursula Rucker says, if you call yourself a spoken word artist, what are you when you're silent? So because I'm an artist, whether I'm asleep, whether I'm in the shower, whether I'm walking my dog, I just prefer to call myself an artist. But I digress. What I'm going to say is this mixtape, and it's gonna be free to the people, of course. It's just a little gift from us. Bay is gonna put it together for us and um we'll go Shambay. ahead and, and <laughs> my brother. Um we'll go ahead and do that and um, you know, I'm writing some things, my website is getting a facelift. I've really, really been into a lot of photography. I was so blessed to get the camera I wanted. And so, I mean <clears throat> I think what people need to understand about artistic people is that Everything we do is some form of expression, um whether it's the way I teach my class or the way I make my bed. It does not matter <laughs> you know um that's that's the way I express myself in every sort of way every single day, so yeah, I've lent myself a lot to my students, but now they're you know- the second semester, my children can kind of you know they they get it now they understand how i i I roll. And so I can like kind of exhale now and um, get back to the business of my artistic endeavors. But we'll see. I, I don't have any big announcements or big plans. No books and none of that. Um, I, like I said, I've really been concentrating on photography and teaching my kids. But I'm, you know, I'm always writing at some point, but never every day. I don't recommend it. <laughs> I think right. you should write right. when you want to write. Uh, You know, Tavis said, I have the right to write. And so I take that as I have the right to write when I want to write. And so that is what I'm going to do. And so, you know, I think that's what everybody should do.
4: Well, there's someone in my inbox, um, and um, he has been a a frequent visitor of the show lately. I'm so in awe of him. Uh, Brother Nasheed, and, and he said, finger snaps and hand claps. I like her. So I just I you know when you when you move <laughs> when you move people you know you definitely move people so thank you so much for coming through and I of told him about, I said, I, her, I would definitely let her know yes oh, the oh, great a Tiffany Castro oh stop she Keith, the what, what do you feel about the piece she did
5: um <laughs> me and Tiffany me and have the same perspective on things and um. He's right about the third eye joint. Uh, some people are blind to it, or some people have it closed, which leads them to be blind to everything. You know what I mean? Hopefully, they'll open yep. it soon.
8: Yep, that's about right. You know what? What you gonna do? You know, I, I think as that's we that. grow older, you determine what you want to lend your energy to and what you do not. And I think everybody has to find their own way. I'm happy to be
0: Absolutely. of
8: service. I'm happy to be of service if approached, but I'm certainly not going to beat people down with my um, perspective or opinions about the way I do things because I'm kind of an odd bird. <laughs> so, you know, and, and that's, I'm so, oh, so cool with being odd. You know, I wouldn't have it any other way. But I do think that we need to let people um, travel their own roads. And so, you know, when it comes to organized religion, which is just one part. I mean, I feel that way about many, many things that are organized, politics, et cetera, et cetera. But I just happen to, you know, because, you know, there there will be people that will tell me I'm going to hell because I don't go to church every Sunday or whatever. And I'm like, right, okay. So (laughs) I just threw that one together. That's more of a um, commentary piece. It's not, you know. Uh, anything outside of that so anyway I'm going to let you get to your next caller I'm going to go and get my knitting needles and get in the bed with my dog you know how I get down (laughs) Maya I'm glad you brought your show back well wishes to you and all that shit right
4: right and I hope to um, please keep me posted of everything that you got coming up so I can um, post it and um, put it in the event calendar and things of that nature
8: Oh,
4: you betcha. Okay. All right. Thank you
7: you so much, Epiphany.
8: All right, sweetheart. Take
4: care. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. That was the phenomenal Epiphany Castro on the mic. I'm going to go ahead and pull in the next caller, area code 937. And for all of you that's hanging out in the switchboard, that's listening in, if you want to spit something or if you have something you just want to say, uh, just push, push number one. All I ask is that you're respectful of yourself and others, and, and then and the mic is yours. Here we go. Eric Cole we 937.
0: Welcome to Naked Ink. Hello, peace and blessings. This is uh, yeah. Oh, I'll call okay. it. Right. back. I'm sorry, peace and blessings. This is Lydia Warner Wright Cook. How are you, please Good How are you? I am wonderful, wonderful. I believe the um. Feature, is that um, the notebook on here? Yeah, Keith is
4: here.
0: All right. Up. Man, what's going on, family? Congratulations. A well, 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 deserved feature to this dope Dolomite bad-ass poet. <laughs> Quote throwing, breaking up and making up happy homes-ass poet, right? <laughs> <laughs>
6: More kids.
0: Kill them posters and stuff. I done woke up mad at my baby. They they trying to speak. I'm like, leave me fuck <laughs> alone. Don't talk to me. And it's like, what's okay. wrong? I just, <laughs> you know, some people have Oprah moments. I be having Keith Williams moments. Like, no, I just read some shit about you. Leave me alone, you know. But he's so dope. <laughs> you are so dope. And I'm so serious right now. But you are, you are just, I had the honor to meet this king at Black Poetry Fest. And, um... He's just really everything he is online. It's really rare that you meet people that are just who they post POST to be, and he just is that guy. So I'm honored, and congratulations um, to you.
5: Thank you, Lydia. I appreciate you, sir.
0: Uh I do have a question for you as a as a feature, though, um, because I have read your pen. I've been a, a huge and like the, like Queen said earlier, I, I'm not highly impressed really quickly um, just because I'm weird like that, but when somebody catches my attention, they generally keep it. So what is – I might have missed this question because I'm just getting the call in, but what is your motivation um, for those quotes? Because some days you come just like that cat from – like Jenny from the block, and then some days you come like a, a, a teacher <laughs> And then some days you come like that, grandmama, and I'm like, this brother has so been here before. So what's what's your motivation? Not even for your poetry, but just for your quote. I mean, it just depends
5: on how I'm feeling that day or what kind of mood mean, I'm in. Mhm. Something and, and, and pops, it pops, and I and I, ready to do
0: Well. I know, I know personally. Um, I cannot wait. If I had the funds, you would just get an anonymous check in the mail um, for whatever <laughs> you need. I mean, real talk to get you because your words are life, and they they really are speaking the third eye. Your words are eye openers and soul openers, you know. And um, cool. real talk, I just. Appreciate you. I had a moment in Black Poetry Fest where I kind of had like a, an anxiety attack, if you will, and um, like Keith was right there talking me through it. And I had I had gotten so nervous that I had forgot to do two pieces. I, I did one piece and walked off, and Casey was like, "Sis, what are you doing?" And so I went back up there. I just let it flow. I was like using the most profanity I think I've ever used on the mic because it was such a judgment free zone. I didn't have to be professional. I didn't mm-hmm. have to do none of that. And Chiefs was like, That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right? Really? I mean, right, with this like, little swagger. You know, this little swagger. He just walk by like, this, That's what the. And that's just what he said and gave me love. I was like, Yeah. So. You know, some people you just remember, and he is one of them. Those guys that you just remember.
5: Mm-hmm. as just matter of the rules. you can you can hold anything back. I mean, these are your words, so let that shit out. You know what I mean? Cause it hurts in the back him. Absolutely. And, like, I agree. You say, do you thing with no worries about what anything anybody has to say.
0: You know, I think it was the love was so real from, from so many people, and uh, I think it was the anticipation and then the nervousness because everybody's like, I know you're going to kill it. I've heard you do this piece, and a few sisters remember pieces, and I'm like, wow, okay, so there's no pressure here. Um, but it was a, an experience, and I know I have taken up so much time, and I'm sure you have other callers. I just want to uh, wish That's you well okay. on your we journey.
4: Have you other
0: Yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, Wish you well, Keith, on your journey. And as soon as your book is ready, like, inbox me, because I want that joint. Seriously.
5: All right, I got
0: you. All right. Y'all be good to yourselves. One love, everybody.
6: One love.
4: Thank you so much for All right, y'all. That's someone calling in, showing love, and... And, and definitely giving Keith his props. Thank you so much for calling me in, today. All right, Keith, we're gonna move down the line. Area code eight five zero. Welcome to Naked Ink. Hi, how you doing?
6: Good,
7: how are you? Hi, you know <laughs> Um, I'm
6: Sedani.
7: I'm Sedani. I'm um, hi. <laughs> hi, how are you? So you calling in to trip something or over the door? Um, both. I was calling there. Okay. Um, I just got word that Keith had a feature. And then I decided to call in to um say something to Keith and also to stay in the best. okay. Oh, for sure. What was your name again? Siddhartha. Keith,
4: inbox me her name so I can find her on Facebook, please, so I can put her information in the chat room.
6: Okay.
7: Okay.
4: Um.
7: Well, I just wanted to say congratulations to Keith on your feature. Um. And you're very deserving of it. Um. One thing I want to say is that, like, I always know when it's you. Like, I always know, like, I know your voice, you know, by heart now. And it's like, I know your your pieces are so dope, you know. It's like, you're words, wordsmith in your own right, you know. you up there with some of my favorite poets from Black Pops. Um, you know, you just have a way with them. And your voice is so soothing, you're like... I'm telling you, like, you got that voice that you could just put on wax and, like, (laughs) listen to that CD over and over and over. Like, you just got that wine with candles and a bubble bath
6: voice.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're definitely dope. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck. Um, And definitely when your book is finished. Um, you know, let the world know because that's something that you know the world needs to have in their possession. So, um, Thank congratulations. You.
5: Thank you. I appreciate you
7: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and I will get something if that that is okay. Um, oh, for sure. I will do. Um. <clears throat> I'll do the conversation. <clears throat> this is the conversation. Babe, do you remember when we first met? As unconventional as it was, I had to get your attention. I mean, I had to make the first move. I couldn't leave this one to chance, couldn't leave you in the capricious hands of mere happenstance. We just kept staring. Our retinas just kept grooving together, telling the other secrets. Something about your eyes drew me in deeper, made me want to know your name. And I wasn't about to turn my back on faith I didn't even know you, yet I somehow knew you were everything I had prayed for. The one gift no one but God could give, the one man I had dreamt of since I was six before you had the faith. I mean, baby, <laughs> your feet must be tired from running through my mind. So what took you so long in your life? You know they tried to say you didn't exist? Tried to tell me. You weren't real, and that man like you was just a miss. But I knew you did. I knew you were out there somewhere, stumbling over nightmares, wearing my makeup and borrowing my clothes. I knew this was real from our very first kiss. Do you remember? Even your kiss was different. But like you had saved that one just for me. Our lips made love to one another, and under an otherwise dimly lit sky when stars were scarce and the moon was playing hide-and-go-seek. For the first time in my life, the fireworks kindled between our mouths and our tongues and our souls were ready to light, bright enough to light up my world for a lifetime, all because your kiss was different. It said, I need you. It said, I want you more. It said everything no one else's lips ever had the guts to say before. And, and that night, and that night I fell in love. That night I fell into you completely unconditionally, uncontrollably, unapologetically until there was no more left of me, no remnants left for anyone else, just you. And for the rest of my life, there will only ever be just you. You loved me when I begged you not to. When I told you lies and said that you weren't even my type, it was you, you who loved me despite my difficultness, you, you heard past the things my mouth was saying, and, and when I was wrong, you saw past the vision my actions were portraying. You cried for me in sickness and laughed with me in health. And it was your hands that helped me shuffle the cards that we were dealt. It has always, always, always been you. You see, we have something people die without and kill to get. We know a secret that some people will never know a formula years and centuries and, and decades old. And when we are gone, when we are reduced to dust and our voices become mere echoes in the wind, when pictures fail to tell our story and memory fades into yesterday, love, our love, will be our monument. Love will tell the world that we were here. Our children will remember the love. The generations we have left in our wake will remember the way I loved you and will tell their children about the way you loved me. Our legacy, baby, our legacy will be our love. This life can throw at us what it needs to, and it can take from us all we've worked for and all the money that came along with it, too. But after all the smoke has cleared and and all in our world has been laid to waste, there I will be, still standing next to you, all this to say, until the end of time, I'll be there for you. You. Oh, my
6: friend, i truly adore you.
7: If that one day struck me blind, the beauty I still see. Words too weak to defend. That's what you mean to me. And that's <laughs> that's
4: Wow, that was amazing, Keith (laughs) I've never heard her before Thank you, first of all, so much for coming through and showing your love to Keith And, uh, you know, definitely giving that shout out But definitely thank you for blessing the mic Yeah, so so Just so you know, you're welcome I did send you a a, a request on Facebook (laughs) I found your link, thanks to Keith And so I did post that in the chat room as well so tell everybody what was what was the inspiration behind that piece, please. Well, um, yeah, I actually uh, I wrote
7: that piece um, as a collaboration. It wasn't finished because at first I wrote it as a collaboration, and the person that wrote it with me, they didn't uh, they kind of did it as this as. They kind of half did it with me. It wasn't like their heart wasn't in it. They didn't really put anything into it. So the piece was was just horrible to me because they had no heart. So I gutted uh-huh. out all of their parts. I gutted out all of their parts, and I made it my own. And I pretty much just said everything I would want to say to my husband, you know, wherever he is, whenever, whenever he is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's just... Yeah That's it
4: Okay Well, Keith What are your what are your thoughts on the piece that she is? She has a beautiful voice
5: well, Yeah, so Donnie knows she's dope You could tell her from anybody else Anywhere, you know what I mean And then she starts singing on your ass And, and, and the little piece Then she'll go back to me She's dope and, and
6: and then she, she's shy and modest with it, like she doesn't know that she's done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank
4: gotcha, you. Gotcha, oh,
5: gotcha. All right.
4: Well, Keith? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take a look here in the switchboard as soon as it pulls up. All right, I'm going to go ahead and put you on mute. Is there anything else you wanted to say to Keith, sweetheart, at this time? Um, please continue to
7: be yourself. You're dope as you are. And I wish Uh-oh. you blessings and prosperity. Thank you, um, host. I'm I'm not sure of your name What's your name here. My name is Maya. Maya.
4: Thank you, Maya, for the blessing. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, anytime. Thank you so much for blessing the mic, and I hope to hear from you. Um no doubt. I do this every two weeks and I hope to hear from you again. Okay. Thanks. All right, thank you. All right, y'all, that is Katani. Am I saying her name right, Keith, or am I chopping it up? Please forgive me if I am chopping it up. I'm pretty good with no, different no. names. But um, that's a very, very pretty and unique name. So listen, we have 10 minutes left in the show, and I want to give you the last 10 minutes unless I see a, a hand fly up or whatever if someone wants to spit anything or something like that. Um, but I would definitely let to give you the last 10 minutes so you can do what you got to do. I want to hear some more from you because I don't feel like I heard enough. And yes, I'm being selfish on that level um, or being a little bit greedy. Um, but I would love, love, definitely love to hear a little bit more. If you have another piece or two, please go ahead and bless us with that. I would greatly appreciate it. As well as the listeners would too as well. I, I agree. I, at least I think they would.
5: always oh, have another piece. Can
4: you hear me? This? Oh, I I can do it looks like you're doing the thing. I can
5: hear you. Oh, okay. Um, it's called Spit. I want to rip the stage. I'm sorry, right now.
6: It's
5: called Spit. I want to rip the stage. I want to spit so hard that it erupts in something within my insides, so which only intensifies the progression of my voice upon the audience. I
3: want you to fill it.
5: I want you to go through every emotion known to man when I spit within the span of these two minutes, once I leave my mic and the stage into one entity. Voices of ricocheting and flows. From- wall to wall off your metal notepads until my voice gives out and my lungs collapse until the only words that be said are he killed that shit. I just want to spit. I just want to spit until the word spit becomes more than a metaphor. More than just a term for speaking in poetry form. I want to spit until this state becomes paper machine that he spills from my speaker back to the soles of my shoes burning straight through the floor from the soul of my blues. I want to spit heat. I wanna spit from morning skyline orange purples to starlit nighttime indigo blues and black shining church shoes with glitter socks in the glove like a moonwalker with MJ till I find myself spitting on the moon. I just wanna spit. I just wanna spit until I feel I'm legitimate enough to be called legit. While making these words spit into a cocoon to be released as a monarch, spanning wings into a poetic hierarchy of kings and queens of the same reign same castle. I want you to feel the same pain I had You endure just to get this far. I just want to spit into the same wind Feel the peace that releases castle into your lungs and you finally get it. You finally feel what I'm saying the whole time. I just want to spit. Peace.
4: And tell us, sir. <laughs> <laughs> What you know, I'm gonna ask these questions, so it's like you should be. What was the inspiration behind that piece?
5: It's like, like we live, breathe, eat poetry, you know what I mean? So that's all I want to do is just sit. Just sit. That's it. I don't want to do nothing else. I don't want to work, I don't want to sleep, I don't want to do nothing, just sit.
4: And do you feel like this is something that you were, and you know, how people say they were born to do certain things that even though this came about from uh, when you got pissed off in 2010, that it was <laughs> that this is now has like become like poetry has become your second skin.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's far beyond the reason why I started. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's basically taking over. I don't want to do nothing else now. It's like, this is what, this is my happy place. You know what I mean? Like, I'm more reserved off stage than I'm on. I'm on stage because on stage I just, I just let go and let everything out, and that's where I'm most happy. So that's all I want to do. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so
4: we got six minutes left. I'm gonna be quiet while you do you.
5: <laughs> um
4: What I want if you wanna know what I want, and Carlene is in the in the chat room saying Keith, fit key If you have it in front of you or if you have it memorized, I want another erotic piece. Hmm. Or if not, whatever you got that's the you know.
5: well I got to I g I gotta I gotta treat the host. Um so, anybody with sensitive ears, excuse me for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She said that she was going to stop fucking with me on the account of the way that I fucked her. I mean, because I licked and sucked until everything was a blur. You am talking blackout. I tried to blow her back out. My name ain't Jerry, but my powered t- forward like Stackhouse. I am better, lady, a prince. She was shaking like she grabbed the penitentiary fence. I'm throwing this like I just got the penitentiary. The screams are like fuck me and no finicky shit. So I did just that. Made a baby kitten out of that cat scrap fever cat. She grabbed and scratched my back. It was only right for me to grab that ass and tap. tap. Her looks were disbelief as I, I sucked the pearls of wisdom from her parted seas. Between her parted knees, her requests were pleased that I aimed to please. Good with the rest of her needed no help. Knocked the little man out of that boat and paddled that this myself. Bodies twisted like the caps on the bottles. We twisted, got twisted, then twisted each other's bodies into position. No games of twister and shit. It was more like contortionist shit. My pool key penetrated her six-nine split. No eight balls. I hit bank shots off eight balls. I trick shot her. I hit the right two sides and her back corner pocket. She backed it up. I popped it. She locked and dropped it. I smacked that razor back with my Houston rocket. She wanted me to eat it. But I did it one better and spit a piece in it. Nothing like a slam, but it took much longer than me. Allotted three minutes, spit my picture. She finished the minutes. Her energy did give her a protein shake with vitamin D to replenish. We were rehydrated that night. She gave me meaning to the term spit on a mic. She spit on the mic with the turn that the fuse as low to blue like a stick of dynamite. Man, this chick was out of sight. I mean literally, like she likes me to watch, but the shit she was doing, I couldn't help but to close my eyes. You know, out of sight, out of mind. But my mind was on her prize. Out of me, she got a rise. She rolled my rise hydraulic style. I hit it from the front, back, and side to side. We switched sides. The bed sheet soaked and saturated from me, surfing on her inside. Causing tidal waves and rip ties, adrenaline whiff like a zip line. Moans and screams so steep. Reached to the point of awakening the peak where orgasms sleep. Right at the crossing point. Height, sensitivity And the orgasm's meat <clears throat> because it think All oh, this came about the she asking me
4: mm-hmm.
5: What I want to eat yeah.
4: Wow And that's how to end the show We have 90 seconds left In the show Thank you so much Keith For coming through and doing what you do Oh, man, thank you all so much. From Tiffany Castro to Carlene to C-Baby, who was sick and calling and listening, to Brother Nashi, to Brother Quavo, to Romeo Donati, to Chris McNally, to – I can't say their names, but I know I'm going to get it because I have them in the <laughs> in the <laughs> event. I will send out my thanks and appreciation. And is there anything else you wanted to say? we got 60 seconds left, 34 seconds, actually.
5: Hey, I love you all. Thank you all for having me. I love you, Maya. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you all you guys for coming through, showing your boys some love. And um, that's it. Much love, everybody.
4: Thank you so much, and I love you too. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy life and day to spend it with. Spend sure two hours. We got ten seconds left. Please don't forget those who are in need. Those who can't feed themselves or take care of themselves. Don't forget those who can't pray for themselves. Don't be a bird, but be a blessing, even if it's just one word at a time. And, again, we'll see you in two weeks. I have another spoke uh, war artist that's going to come through and be my feature at that time. And love and peace. And Y'all have a good night. Love and peace. Bye.